Welcome to the Transom Podcast, a monthly roundup of the new features on the transom.org website, providing mathematical puzzles, games, learning activities, and the ever-popular mathematics lesson starter of the day. Here's your host, John Tranter. Hello, and welcome to podcast number 53 for April 2019. You can find a transcript of this podcast at transom.org slash newsletter. Okay, this month begins with April Fool's Day. Did you catch your pupils out? Let me know if your pupils were fooled by the April the 1st maths lesson starter called 1 out of 10, which is not what it seems. Anyway, what are you doing while you're listening to this podcast? Are you driving? Are you cycling with um, earbuds in? Are you doing some cooking and listening to the podcast on a Amazon Echo or something like that? Well, whatever you're doing, here's something to think about while you're doing it. Yes, it's the puzzle of the month. Here we go. Obadiah Sloop has seven horses in his stable and enough feed to keep them for 12 days. After three days, he sells four of the horses How long will the remaining feed last the horses that are left? Okay, so not horrendously difficult this month, but it does require a bit of uh, thought. So while you get on with thinking about that, uh, I'll carry on with the podcast and the answer will be at the end. Now, at the beginning of last week, I uploaded a new activity to the Transom website. Uh, It is called Path Puzzle. And as soon as it went live, over 50 people had a go and earned a trophy for the first two levels. The inspiration for this activity comes from the Black Path game, which is a two-player board game invented by Larry Black in 1960. The game features in Martin Gardner's sixth book of mathematical diversions, and a mathematical analysis of various strategies can be seen in Game and Puzzle Design, Volume 1 by Cameron Brown. Now that's an, a freely available online ebook, and I've put the link at uh, transom.org newsletter. Now the transom version of this uh, game is called Path Puzzle, uh, and it's presented as a puzzle rather than a game. But the level 8 game puzzle board can be used to play the game if you see what I mean. Um, So you'll need to have the pupils seated in pairs at computers if you want them to play it as a game. And altogether, there are eight levels. The difficulty increases quite dramatically, actually, between the levels. Um, No one yet, including myself, has managed level eight, but it is definitely possible. So you could well be the first. Have a look at that. Path Puzzle. In my uh, retirement, I have become a bit of a digital nomad. I've just bought a brand new Dell laptop, which I'm very excited about. And I'm now looking forward to benefiting from its higher specs to update the website from wherever I am in the world. So I I feel like a, a kid with a new toy at the moment on holiday. Anyway, each, each, every week I upload new exam-style questions to the website. So these are questions that have appeared on recent GCSE, uh, IB, A-level sort of standard question papers, but the wording 
and the numbers I've slightly changed just so that the pupils have something different to practice with even if they've already done those past papers. Uh, at the moment there are 352 higher and beyond questions all with complete worked solutions and these are ideal for projecting in the classroom as the solutions can be revealed line by line as the pupils work through the various parts of the question. This is sort of a little grey, um, uh, grey, what do we call it, a little grey mask, a grey shield, a grey panel anyway that you sort of drag down over the work solution to reveal it bit by bit. Um, now it's not meant to be an alternative for you writing on the whiteboard and doing the solution yourself but it does save you an awful lot of preparation time um, so give it a go. In, in addition there are 175 foundation level questions collected together in a series of weekly workouts um, and they can be answered either online or you could print them out you will uh, have to enable printing of background colours and images to make them look their best but they fit very nicely on an A4 size sheet of paper and look quite stylish and um, well there are lots of those that you can give to your students um, and use them as you see fit. You are listening to the Transum podcast. You can find Transum Mathematics at www.transum.org. Right, now for those of you that like the daft, unusual, yet mathematical activities on the Transom website, here's something new in the form of a sort of a PowerPoint-style presentation. Here we go. This poem is numeric. It starts at one, then rises. Each number gets a four-line verse packed full of math surprises. The challenge is to make a guess to predict the final line. What properties will be revealed of the numbers 1 to 9? Okay, well this poem goes uh, on and on, talking about the numbers 1 to 9, and you'll have to go to the number rhyme page to see the rest of this crazy idea for your maths lesson and see if your students can predict the final line of each of the verses about the numbers 1 to 9. And I don't really want this to be a closed activity, and even though I have given you what I think the final line is, of course, there are lots of different correct answers as long as it uh, rhymes and it has the right number of syllables and is mathematically correct, of course, um, then it would be correct. So changing the subject again, and this time let's change it to percentages. Don't forget to tell your pupils that if they are struggling to mentally work out something like 24% of 50 that they can switch the numbers around and work out 50% of 24 because it will give the same answer and of course finding 50% is very easy isn't it? So finding a percentage of a quantity is an example of a commutative calculation with a little bit of artistic license I guess. Not all operations are commutative so subtraction certainly isn't. Uh, 10 minus 1 is not the same as 1 minus 10 but this little handy trick can help pupils improve their ability to do this type of calculation quickly if they find that the switch makes it easier. So they can practice with 12% of 50 or 4% of 25 
or 75% of 10, and lots, lots more. And there's plenty of uh, percentage activities on the percentage topic page. Uh, the link is in the newsletter. Last month, I welcomed new or returning subscribers from Australia, Canada, Cayman Islands, China, Hong Kong, India, Italy, Korea, New Zealand, Singapore, the United Kingdom and the United States. And it is truly wonderful to receive comments from all around the world and to know that pupils of many nationalities are benefiting from the transom mathematical activities. That's absolutely wonderful. Love it. Don't forget you can listen to this month's uh, podcast and subscribe to it if you're just listening to it as a sort of a one-off uh, on Stitcher or Apple Podcasts. And you can also follow Transom on Twitter. And what else? Oh, you can like the Transom Facebook page. Yes, you see, it's all over social media. Bit of a finger in every pie there. Anyway, finally, the answer to this month's puzzle. So, we need to know how much the remaining food will last um, the horses that remain in the stable. So the total amount of horse feed at the beginning is 7 times 12, which is 84 portions. The amount of horse feed eaten during the 3 days is 3 times 7, which is 21 portions. And the amount remaining at the beginning of day 4 then is what you get, the difference between those two numbers. 84 minus 21, which is 63. And this will last the remaining 3 horses... Um, 63 divided by 3 is 21. So 21 days is the answer. That's all for now. Bye. Thank you for downloading and listening to the Transom podcast. You can find the website at www.transom.org where you're welcome to use all of the activities absolutely free or jump in with both feet and become a Transom subscriber.